0: Welcome to Rekindling Ministries podcast series. This is season two, episode 2.03. We are continuing with the Know Thyself process, and this week we're going to explore the the second introspective question, what are your values? My name is Shannon Kirkpatrick, and I am the, the founder creator of The
1: Rekindling's Know Yourself Concept. And my name is Zachary Rios, and I am a student at Liberty University studying youth ministry and pastoral leadership.
0: All right, Zach, as usual, um, quick recap from last week for those that are maybe listening to this episode first. What did we discuss and learn last
1: week as we talked about beliefs? Well, last week we were talking about beliefs just as the core concepts, paradigms, and perspectives that uh, are really central and foundational to what you believe and you think about things. So we went through and we discussed what the importance of those things are. What do they result in as you start thinking through and making that a part of your worldview. And then we just went through some examples and then really unpacked those examples uh, pretty thoroughly trying to figure out different words and just went through a whole long process just to figure out what the key components of those are as it relates back to the belief that we came up with.
0: Okay. So, so now we're moving into the second question mm-hmm. right, of the list, seven slash nine questions. So, this one is: What are your values? And so. These are, you know, where you're like you just said, your beliefs are those core principles, paradigms, or truths that you live by. Mm -hmm. Your values are your priorities or those concepts or elements of life that you deem highly important. Mm -hmm. And there's definitely some similarities between beliefs and values, and there's some differences as well. That's why we we treat them as two separate questions. So, like beliefs, your values do affect the decisions you make and actions you take. Mm -hmm. Um, They explain why you pursue the things that you pursue and why you do the things the way that you do. They also explain why you get upset about the things that you get upset with and why you're happy about the other things that please you. Um, Your values may affect your relationships, your job, your social time, or even your faith. And like your beliefs, they could be spiritual or theological in nature. Maybe do a new word, spirological. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or they may be practical or philosophical. I'm not gonna try. Uh, anyways, so one of the things we're explaining a little bit here that you you're gonna identify your values and you're gonna rank them. You're gonna put them in, in what what you think is most important. And so as you rank your values out, it's gonna go a long way in explaining who you are internally. And they really can be great predictors of how you might act in any given situation. Yeah. And so, and uh, other thing is, whereas your beliefs typically don't change very much through life we mentioned that last week your values are going to change they're going to shift um, based on the season you're in we'll talk about this later Um, when you're experiencing different things or you learn new information or you reach a different stage in your journey the values is going to be treated much more fluidly right yeah so that's that's a quick little snapshot of what values are all about we asked this question last week so i'll ask it again tonight of you why do you think it's important to humbly identify your values Why, why not just wing it
1: yeah, I think an aspect of that that's really important is what you were just saying with them changing. And so you want to make sure that you have them humbly, uh, and so then you're mm. not too stuck on your one perspective and thinking that that's never going to change. Can you explain what or re-say what you said last week about the hand? Yeah, so... Uh, this was an analogy that my youth pastor used and he just said that we should hold our opinions humbly and with an open hand. And so it's just this idea of you taking whatever it is you believe and you putting it in your open face palm of your hand. And so then you can present someone with what you believe or what you value in this case and they can see it and they can see it more clearly from all sides. There's not a lot of tension because your hand's just loose and relaxed. You're not clinging to it, Yeah. Right instead of the clenched fixed fist approach, Mm -hmm. um, which lots of tension. You can't really see what's going on, but it's just open, inviting. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's just a lot of different benefits of having that sort of mindset as you go about with your values and things.
0: So... One thing you would say is it's important. <coughs> it's important to be flexible with your values, mm-hmm. but you can't be flexible with them if you haven't thought through them. Yes. Okay. So that's one reason why we should think through and actually identify and be aware
1: of what our values are. Well, what might another reason be? Yeah, because we. The thing is, we all have them. Uh, they might yeah. be conscious, they might be subconscious, but just like beliefs, we have them. And I mean, they can come from a variety of different things, like we talked about last week mm-hmm. with beliefs, but. Uh, it's just really important to know that because of what you were saying earlier with you being able to tell how you're going to react in a certain situation Mm -hmm. based off of those values. And so it just gives a lot of clarity to yourself. It allows you, um, really a different perspective of looking at how you're going to respond in different situations, which can really be beneficial because they really do just form how you perceive the world in life. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And I'll say, so while beliefs Identifying your beliefs is gonna help you more intentionally understand and interpret things. Mm-hmm. Values actually affect how you weigh, gauge, and evaluate things. Yeah. Right? Um, and so again, knowing is half the battle. Mm-hmm. When you recognize these are my values, so, you know these are my beliefs, meaning that I'm gonna interpret life according to those beliefs, yep. and these are my values, and that means I'm gonna weigh, weigh gauge and evaluate the things of life according to my values. Mm-hmm. And so you need to be aware of that, because right? yeah.
1: it makes a difference it's really just another lens that you're looking through with your values. Um, Mm, Your beliefs are more of a foundational thing as you're going through life, which you're standing on, and the values are more of like, okay, so I see you doing this thing. How does that relate to how I value um, different things? Which goes back to the whole humility thing, and we're going to hit on this more later, but uh, just the whole idea of it's just another perspective of how to interact with life in Mm -hmm. a different way.
0: Yeah, so for the listeners, you know, it, it may be that, somebody had recommended this podcast or you knew one of us or whatever Mm -hmm. and you're listening maybe you've went through the know yourself workshop. Maybe you have it. Um, but you're already like, it's already important. This kind of goes back to, um, seven steps to change. We did last season in mm-hmm. 1.09 about, you know, you have to be kind of, um, discontent with where you are. Yep. So it may be that you're already at a place where, you know what, I want to find my calling or I want to better understand me so mm-hmm. that I'm not just this mess. And so you're already convinced in that. So as we walk through each of these questions each week, okay, cool. I'm going to do the next one. I'm gonna do the next one. It may be that you're still at a point like, I, why am I doing this? This is really tedious. And, and by the way, I think, Of all the questions, we were just discussing this on Sunday in the the spring workshop that we're doing, Mm I think there's one other question that's the heaviest, which I think is the Jekyll Hyde spirit flesh dichotomy. Yep. But I think that this one is probably the hardest. It's the feedback that I get. Yeah. That this is probably the hardest one to do. So it may be that you're sitting like, ah, oh, I, I don't want to do this. Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. That's why we just had this discussion. So we're trying to, oh, we understand. It will really actually go a long way. Yeah. In affecting um, how
1: you live life, mm-hmm. if you're recognizing this, it's really just worth it. Like it's you're gonna get in whatever you put put out. Uh, mm-hmm. I just said that the opposite way. Um, you're going no, to get fine. out whatever you put in. Oh, there you go. There you go yeah. <laughs> um, <and> so, <laughs> sounded right. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so really we would just encourage you guys to just trust us a little bit and give us about an inch. Mm-hmm. Uh, just try it out and then see if it can actually be beneficial to you.
0: I'd rather you give us a mile, but we of this and Zach said, no, we need to be patient. We'll just ask for an inch. Yep. So that's fine. Um, so... Like last week, you know, we we talked about how some of these, these are open-ended questions, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, where in the world do I begin? I don't even know where I would start with my beliefs or my values. So last week we went through some examples of here's our beliefs. Here's some other beliefs that people had said in past workshops. um, And that should get you started. We're going to do the same thing today. So Mm -hmm. we're going to give you um, some examples of different values that you can choose. So one thing I'm going to do is when this goes live i'm going to put on the rep, the website the, the rekindlingministries.org mm-hmm. um it'll have a link you know and you can listen to the po- to the podcast there i'm going to include on that page on, on that little blog post i'm going to include this list that, that that you and i are looking at right now okay one of the things when i when i first put this together i th- there's like 250 words here but that doesn't mean there's 250 different um, values mm-hmm. there's a lot of synonyms in here and so let's take a quick Little rabbit trail on this to explain why we why we do synonyms. The best thing I can explain is just to give uh, an example of this. So, if I let's say I had um, duty as as the list, and I knew that loyalty um, could also fit in there, but like well, that they're synonyms, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. But so let's say duty really resonated with you, and so when you heard duty in the list, you're like, okay, great, that's one of my values but let's say duty you have negative connotations of Mm -hmm. where loyalty you have really positive connotations of if i had just went ahead and chose to put duty instead of loyalty because they're synonyms i might not have caught your attention so i remember when i first this was of course a long time ago 10 years ago whatever when i first put all this together i'm like no i think it's important to actually include all the different synonyms that way it's catching and you know this goes back to find the resonating answer right Mm -hmm. from the, the seven steps of change and so, and so I, that's why we have like 250 words here. So that, I'll, I'll include those words on the website. So if you're listening via the website, you can just look right there in the blog post. If you're listening on Podbean or some other app, you'll need to go over to the org website and, and to the blog, and, and you can look up this entry um, for this day, mm-hmm. and, uh, and they'll have a list there. But to give you an example, let's go ahead and read off a couple yep. uh, off the list just to get so the listeners can
1: see things that, that are, are possibilities. And just in case you guys are getting worried, we're not going to read all 250 of them right now. We thought about it. We did think about it, but yeah. we decided not to. So. It was a little tedious, I think. <laughs> um,
0: it, it goes back to, Shannon, too
1: much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know,
0: so. uh, all right. So some, some examples of values mm-hmm. or priorities or things that are important to you. They, inclu- they could include uh, achievement, adventure... Calmness, um, completion, or even conviction.
1: Or they could be development, uh, eagerness, fame, fearlessness, or growth. It might be really important to you
0: that you have uh, happiness or honesty or inspiration or uh, knowledge or mystery even,
1: right, um, in your values. Mm-hmm. Or you could be really patient or a perfectionist, or you really value quietness or relaxation, or even something like safety.
0: Uh, And kind of with that, yeah, so security um, might be a big thing. Self-sufficiency might Mm -hmm. be a value for certain people. Um, Maybe... Stimulation. It's important that you're feeling stimulated mentally or emotionally or, or physically or whatever. Yeah. Um, maybe succinctness is a value of yours. And so you get frustrated with our podcast because we're not succinct. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> Sorry. My bad. Um, it's 16. This is a, well, I guess it is, but not when I talk. It's more when I listen. Um, or maybe truth. Right? I got a buddy of mine that truth is his number one value. Uh, or well-roundedness, maybe yep. like flexibility. You know. So those are some examples from the list there. Um, let's go ahead and give our specific ones. Like we went ahead and read our belief sauce last week. I think it helps the the listener get a better feel for who we are. We're not just some robots that are you know recording, um, but we're, we're real life, flesh and blood. So when you when you did this. Um, six months ago, what were your values?
1: My 15 were the following. Uh, Passion, respect, seek to understand, communicate until comprehension, allow for complexity, pursue perspective, intentionality, commitment, growth slash progress, flexibility, grace, optimism, impact, learning, and integrity.
0: All right, mine, and I have two lists here because I had the to be list and the as is list. Mm -hmm. But I would say, so as is, I would say number one for me is faith slash maturity. Number two would be insight and understanding. Number three would be... I'm looking to see if I need to change it. But I think number three would be a combo of accuracy slash destruct, st- destruction. No, no. <laughs> accuracy slash structure slash decisiveness. Hmm. That's, I really value that. Um, another fourth would be like influence and significance. Fifth would be responsibility, a responsible community. You're being responsible to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Six would be communication and feedback. Seventh would be comfort and humor. Um, i do really you know even like nice couches <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. uh, it's in my top 10 um peace slash contentment slash forgiveness slash patience is probably n- number number nine it might be higher um joy and celebration uh intimacy um, purity and nobility i kind of combine those two and for me what i mean is when I say purity, I mean like physical purity, sexual purity, mental purity, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And so with that nobility is you're stepping up and doing what needs to be done. You're doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, creativity would be another one. I, I really admire uh, creativity. So I, w- I, would, I would say that's that – I may want to tweak the order of that, but that, that's kind of where I'm at with the things that are important to me.
1: Yeah, and I think it's interesting to notice even with that – I don't remember if we uh, refer to this later, but just the whole idea that – you and your understanding of words might be different than the person next to you. Yeah. And so as you go through and leap, read this list, you might think, well, why did they th- say impact? Like, why why that word? Um, and just keep in mind that that could be a lot of different reasons. And one is just your own personal definition of whatever mm-hmm. that is.
0: Yeah, this is why defining is so important. Mm-hmm. Let's just real quick. Let me here, look at my list. Okay. And I'll look at yours. Looking at that list, you, we've known each other about a year now. Yeah. Um. What's one that you look on there and you're like, yeah, that does not surprise me at all.
1: Um, maturity being your top one.
0: And I would say for you, um, man, so seek to understand number three. Hmm. Yeah, probably that. that's one of the big ones. Yeah. And then is there any that would surprise you?
1: I love when we go unscripted. This is great. Yeah. Um,
0: hmm. I don't see anything that surprises me, though I have a bunch of questions, because I feel like a lot of these are synonyms on your list, and so I would ask, how are they separate? How are they different? Why are they not grouped together? Um, But I don't see anything that kind of... Yeah, I don't really see anything that... You know what? Maybe... I'll say this. Actually, passionate, number one. mm hmm and the reason why I say it is because when I think of passion, I think of you know someone who gets choked up when they talk and it's just all that charisma kind of deal. And yeah. you're, you're more of an even-keeled individual. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean you, you don't have passion. But yeah. I don't know if I would have guessed – I don't think I would have guessed passion at number one.
1: Yeah, and I think part of just uh, – this might be helpful, just explaining some of my reasoning behind that, uh, is just the idea of I value when people are passionate about what they do. Mm. And so, like – um, you with rekindling. Mm-hmm. I can see that you're really intentional about wanting to educate other people to rekindle passions for God, others, and self, yep. and it, it just oozes out of who you are. Yeah. Um, there's other people that, like, the bad teacher that we've all had at some point that was there because they got a paycheck mm-hmm. and they didn't really like kids or the subject they were teaching, and you can just tell <laughs> that they don't want to be there, they don't care, and that is just, like... Repulsive, almost. So you really value it when you see it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I explained it.
0: So that actually just helps even to the listener. Um, it, one of your values may be a little bit different than your own personality or style, mm-hmm. um, or you're gonna may- maybe do it in a different way than somebody else. Yeah. Right. But but underli- under is underneath it all. Mm-hmm. So so with that explained, so we've explained kind of what values is. We've given you some examples. So now what you, the listener, are gonna do is this is now your time to do the exercise itself. Yep. And so what you're gonna do is is you're gonna identify and rank your top 15 to 20 values, and this can be ridiculously <laughs> difficult. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to walk you through four baby steps that will help break this up into smaller components mm-hmm. so that it's not so overwhelming. Now again, some of you may say, no, got it, I already know what they are. Boom, 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 and they list them out. Mm-hmm. Others may need some time to kind of process through this. So here's what I recommend. Step one, go to that list that we have on the website mm-hmm. um, and look through all of them, you know, all 250 words. And as you're looking through them, and, and you know, I would even recommend printing up a copy or something like that. Yeah. But as you're looking through them, you're going to put a little dot next to all the ones that jump out of you. Ooh, I like that one. Ooh, I like that Because what you're looking at is, the kind of question you're asking yourself is, what is something that when I see it, I really, really admire it and value it. Mm-hmm. I give a lot of weight to it. Or when I see it not happen, or I see the opposite of it happen, yeah. it really irritates me or frustrates me. And this, that that should show that this is an important value to yours, mm-hmm. right? You admire it. So, anyways, you're gonna go through and you're gonna put a little dot next to all the ones that jump out of you, and you can, you know, put like you might dot both duty and loyalty, right? A bunch of synonyms. Out of the 250, you're probably gonna dot somewhere between 50 and 80. Yeah, you are gonna, you're gonna you're gonna pull put a little dot next to a lot of them because there's gonna be oh I like that I like that I like that. Mm-hmm. But at least you've you've begun to narrow it down. Then step two is want take a look at that dotted list and you want to narrow it down to about 15 to 20. Right, and know that this is where it's important. Like let's say you had you put a dot next to both duty and loyalty, just pick one of them. Right, um, unless they mean two different things to you. But if they're basically synonyms, just pick one of them and and that'll be your one. You're also allowed to combine. Mm -hmm. So like for example, some people combine love and intimacy because they, they see it as two different things, but they overlap enough that they'll, they'll group them together. Other people will have love at one place in their value list and intimacy at another, or they want to have one of them on there, right? Yeah. Um, adventure and travel, uh, I see, get get put together a lot. Health and exercise get put together a lot. Um, fun and laughter get put together a lot. So so of those 40, 50, 60, 80 that, that you put a dot next to, you're coming down to 15 or 20, but you can do like some kind of combinations or slashes. Mm-hmm. So you might have like 30, um, that you've grouped into that 15 or 20, Yep. right? So that that's the second step. Um,
1: go ahead. And it's also worth mentioning that as you're going through these lists, don't be looking to try and find the perfect list of values. Mm. Um, make sure that you're intentionally going through and saying – and being honest enough with yourself to say, where am I at today? Um, don't try and guess where you were at six months ago or six months in the future. Just really honestly take a look at it and say – as of right now, what am I going to do? Because at some point, uh, you you might want to change some things and reorder some things, but that's not that's not what we're working on right now. And right it, now, we're really working on just figuring out what it is today.
0: And it's good that you said that because remember the rules that we gave in in episode one mm-hmm. of the season that one of the ones is to be honest. Yeah. And remember, we did the analogy of the um like I was talking about the British accent doing the archaeology analogy. Yep. And how you know. We need to know accurately this find right you know the the parameters of the foundational wall mm-hmm. the, the the wood walls the partitions in between the more accurate you are in identifying what this building is the more accurate you can be in identifying the purpose yeah so you need to be really accurate and yeah oh, I don't want to admit that that value is as high as it is mm-hmm. but it is yeah right it is that high so put it down um, so yeah so I'm glad you said that um, and so so once you have it down to that 15 or 20 uh, oh another thing too I'll say is you might not be good at it Hmm. or consistent with or consistent it. with it so like with beliefs you might have a belief that you don't always live out well you might have a you can truly have a value that has a high, a high priority that you don't live out well mm-hmm. why do you think that might be
1: I think that can just be due to a lot of the different uh, competitions that we have for our attention and different desires that we have. Um, You can want to do something, like even Paul discusses this dichotomy in Romans, uh, the thing that I want to do I find myself not doing and the thing that I don't want to do I do want to do. Um, and so it's not just you, it's also the apostle Paul and both of us. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's good to be honest with that and then still try and figure. And then once you are honest with that, this is important. You can actually begin to work through whatever's going on. True. If you're not honest up front, and you're just like, no, no, I'm patient. What are you talking about? No, I'm super patient. And you're not the only person you're fooling is yourself. Mm -hmm. And the only person that you're hurting is yourself. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. It's damaging. Yeah. Um, this is why, like, in my community groups, we really emphasize vulnerability mm-hmm. because it, and we want this to be a safe place, right? Yeah. Um, that, uh, that there's no judging going on. So, so that's step two is to narrow it down to those 15 or 20. Step three, then, is to take those 15 or 20 and split them into three tiers or three groups. Mm-hmm. So you might, you might just go through and label them A, B, and C or, like, star, checkmark, dash, Whatever, right? Yeah. Um, and so, of those fifteen or twenty, look at it and say, "What well, you know? What would I say is the crème de la crème? You know, what's the top tiered ones that definitely? These are the big two, or these are the big four? You know, mm-hmm. whatever." then you'll put the second category. What are those that, they're really, really important for me, Mm -hmm. but I realized I couldn't quite put them in that top tier, right? So they're they're just under that. And then and so you put those in, you might have three, four, five of those. Mm -hmm. And then all the rest of them, of that 15 or 20, are in the, the third tier. Side note on that, don't be worried about those that finish in tier C. It's not that they're the bottom least important things to you. Because these are the 15 and 20 that you identified out of it's the 250 lost. things that yeah. were out there. So this is the bottom of the top, mm-hmm. right? Uh, also, it, you wouldn't necessarily look at it um, as this long list of rankings. They're all actually kind of grouped closely together. They're all like, you know, yeah. 1A, 1B, 1C, 2A, you know, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So know that, that when you look at number 1 and then you look at number 15, there's not necessarily a huge difference yeah. between 1 and 15. 15 may be almost as important. As, you think about like a horse race. And and let's say it was like a, this it was a neck and 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 neck horse race. Yeah. And so the, you see there was 8 of them that all finished within like a second of each other. Mm-hmm. And now you're just looking at the list and you see number 8 like oh number 8 was way behind number 1. No, number 8 was like 0.89 seconds behind number 1. Yeah. That's kind of how the values would go
1: here, right? And just another way to even think about that is you're listing 1 through 15 out of 100. Right. And right. so don't just more of what he was just saying don't look at number 15 and say oh that's really really low no it's still really high high. so just maybe that will help with some perspective perspective, yeah
0: so then so then step four the final step is now that you have them into the three groupings Mm -hmm. you know again you've kind of broken everything up into bite-sized pieces here now you can actually begin to rank them in order of one to 15 or one to 20 whatever and so you you might start at the top tier and say all right so these were the three big ones which, which, what, how would I rank those three, mm-hmm. and then the second tier and the third tier? Or you might start with the third tier and then work your way up. It's really up to you how you want to do that. Um, but you want to try to rank them. And so this is, this is where it gets really, really difficult. So there's this little exercise you can do. It's like, well, I don't know which one's more important. Um, so let's say, for example, you have adventure and stability. Uh, let's say they're both in your top tier. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, I don't know which, what, I, what I value more, adventure or stability. Put yourself in a situation where you, you have two job offerings from two different companies. Mm-hmm. All other things are the same with the company. So it's the same salary, same town, all that. There's no, there's no difference in the two positions. Yep. The one difference between the two, one is going to have tons of adventure. Skydive. You're going to be teaching skydiving <laughs> or whatever. I got a friend that does that. That's uh, awesome. Shout out to Heather <laughs> if she's listening. Um, and, but zero stability. The company could close next week. Mm-hmm. Where the other company, again, same salary, same town, all that, Um, and let's say you like both staffs equally, right? So all all the things are the same. This one is going to provide tons of stability. You'll have this job to the day you die. But zero adventure. Hmm. Which job are you going to take? I think when I was younger, I would have said the adventure job hands down over the stability. And I honestly think, even at my age, I would still say that. <laughs> just, you know, but, but anyway, so that would be an example. Yeah. Um, another one could be relationships. So let's say, like, let's say humor and honesty hmm. were both two values that you had. Um, oh, which one I think is more important? Again, we want to say honesty because honesty is more important than laughter. Maybe laughter is the best medicine. So let's, again, let's be honest with F as is. Mm-hmm. You have two friends, um, all of the things being the same between the two of them, one of them, hysterical right you're, you're like 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 shannon kirkpatrick hysterical. Okay? <laughs> wow yeah, oh, yeah that's oh. funny right um <laughs> <The> so <standard. laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. so um and, and humility right um but so they they're hysterical your face hurts because you're laughing so much every day you hang out with them mm-hmm. but they really struggle with honesty you don't always know if what they're saying is the truth right they tell a lot of lies the other friend always honest you will always know exactly where they stand on everything mm-hmm. but they are boring they do not have a funny bone in their body who are you probably going to spend more time with that that will tell you mm-hmm. what which one you value more so so you can do the job exercise you can do the friend exercise you can do another one that you could come up with but that'll help break down when, when, I, when i'm looking at say these two or these three oh well, you know what order would i rank them in that can be really helpful as a useful tool in doing that mm-hmm. Um, so so they, so now the the conclusion there is that you've got a, your top fifteen to twenty
1: values. Yep. Anything you would say with that? I think that now that you have your list, uh, something that we alluded to before is that uh, this is really fluid, um, yeah, right. and so this might change in a year, in two years, in six months. Uh, like we had said, I did this um, about six months ago, and. Going through my list, I see a lot of, just the season that I was in at that point, um, I see a lot of like communicating until comprehension, allowing Mm -hmm. for complexity, perspective. A lot of those are the same, and just that was the little thing that I was really on. And even just sitting here, I've added four other ones Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. that I think I need to rework into there. And so just trying to figure out, okay, so now today, where am I at? But don't try and figure that out now. Just. I would suggest coming back to this every six months, a year, something like that, whenever you think, hey, I haven't looked at that in a while, um, and just trying to figure out how things have changed over time.
0: All right. So with that now, so we've explained kind of the process, right? So now it's your chance. You can either um, pause the podcast and go do this exercise, or you can go ahead and still and and then come back and listen to the rest of it, Yep. or go ahead and listen to all of it now and then go back and do the exercise. Tell your call what you want to do. So we'll, we'll pause. Ding, right? Uh, okay, so let's assume now you've done your value list. Let's unpack it a little bit, like okay. like we did last week with the beliefs. So you're, what you're trying to do now is you're just trying to take a look at your values. What does this tell you about you and, and 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 that kind of thing? So one question you can ask yourself is: As I look at my list of values, why do I have this list? Right? Yeah. Where did they come from? Yeah. So, for example, maybe you have a value because your family always taught it. Right, and you just Should grew be, up in yeah. that environment. Um, so it could be that you, like for example, let's say you have a very structured environment as a family, as a as a child, mm-hmm. and you actually found a lot of safety and security in that. So you really value structure. So as an adult, you still have structure as your value. Yep maybe your family environment was so structured it was mm-hmm. so inflexible it drove you up a wall and so you kind of rebelled and went the opposite way and now you can't stand structure right mm-hmm. um and so so structure is not on the list or freedom right is not the list yep. so so it could be from something that worked or didn't work it could be from your family um it could be from personal experiences that you've done through even your presuppositions and mm-hmm. genetics are going to affect so you just want to ask yourself where did these values come from? Why are these values important to me, right? Um, a second question you can ask yourself is, looking at your list, which of your values play well together? Mm-hmm. So if you were to, like, group your values into themes, um, what might be one of the themes? So, for example, you know, if we're looking at your list. Yeah. Um Understanding or knowledge mm-hmm. shows up a lot. So yeah. you have like you know seek to understand at number three. You have allow for complexity at number five. Um, Even
1: pursuing perspective, pursuing perspective. Six. You have
0: understanding on here somewhere, right?
1: Uh, or, some, or learning, learning yeah. number fourteen, yeah. right?
0: So so definitely one of your themes is um, learning. Mm-hmm. However you might phrase that, right? Yeah. So for you the listener looking at your your fifteen or twenty there, maybe at twelve, maybe at eight, but looking at them, which ones kind of go well together, which ones are, are consistent with each other. Um, So, for example, like you might have, like we we just gave your example with the knowledge stuff. You might have on your list um, structure at number four, order at number nine, and efficiency at number 14. Mm -hmm. Those three go together. You might have love at number one, forgiveness at number six, and serving at number 12. Those would all go together. Um, You might have uh, adventure at number four, fun at number five, and beauty at number 12. Those all kind of go together, Mm -hmm. right? So, so you can ask yourself, um, how might I group my values into themes? Because these will come back to your map later on.
1: Yeah, and then on the flip side of that, there also are things that are in contrast to each other mm-hmm. and you might have to live in tension of. And so some examples of that might be like what you said earlier with adventure and stability uh, or maybe correction and forgiveness or time alone in relationships. And so it's really trying to find, you might be thinking, well, those are just opposites. How can those actually Mm -hmm. play together at all? And I think part of that is it could, I mean, there's a couple different things that really could, um, that that could come down to. And one of it is just holding the tension of the two things. Right, right. Um, And it might be- Trying to balance them out. Yeah, Yeah. and so trying to figure out um, what is a good balance of adventure and stability? because uh, I, I mean if you go too too far in one direction or in the other, Um, Mm -hmm. I I mean, I would prefer somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. And so trying to figure out, well, where is that? Is that a little bit more structured but still with adventure? Or is it more adventure with still some structure? And, I mean, that's going to vary from person to person. But also, it could come down to different situations. And so it could be if you're in an office environment and you're working, you need to be much more structured and you need to get your work done and you need to do this and this and this. But then on the weekend when you're free to – have, just do some adventuring you might go skydiving mm-hmm. um and so mm-hmm. still trying to find the balance of, that's still finding the balance of the two but it's just acting in more of a situational thing um and then along those lines it could even be something like timing and mm-hmm. so in one season of your life or however you want to word that you mm-hmm. could be leaning more one way and then you lean the other wow. and then you come back and lean that way and just kind of teeter-totter back and forth until you find some nice balance or just you know something like that and so
0: one note I want to say on this is this can get really fascinating. So for you listeners that there's just conflict in your life right now and you, some, there's dissonance, right? Yeah. And you're trying to figure out why. A lot of times it's very easy for us to want to blame others for that. <laughs> and it may be. that may be others causing dissonance or, or conflict in your life. Sure. There's a good chance it's internal. So we can use these examples that you just gave. Let's say you went through your value list, and when you're all said and done, you had adventure at number one and stability at number two. Hmm. So like you said, adventure and stability don't really go hand in hand. Typically, they don't play well together. So what's happening, and because we are more black and white creatures, which is why spectrum is so important, go back to the spectrum lens Mm -hmm. from last season, um, you're trying to make decisions, and, and the decisions you make, like let's say, for example, there was a real fun trip, and so you took the fun trip. But you spent money on that, and let's see, you wait tables, and you weren't working that weekend, so you lost that, that cash inflow, mm-hmm. and so you couldn't reach all your, all your bills that month, and so now you have some less stability, you may get kicked out of your apartment. And you're just so confused and torn right now because you really want to do the fun trip, mm-hmm. but you also really value stability. And so sometimes this is on a conscious level. A lot of times it's on a subconscious level. Yeah. Um, and, and so another example would be uh, the forgiveness and correction. So like maybe it's really important for you, like you were always taught when there's a mistake to be made or when there's a mistake made, mm-hmm. it needs to be fixed and corrected and the right thing be done. And yeah. you're always taught that's so important. But you've also really gone, grown in appreciation for God's forgiveness mm-hmm. and how we're supposed to emulate it, you know, and forgiveness being a releasing yourself of any anger or resentment as you release the other the wrongdoer of any obligation of penance. Yeah. But on the surface so I'm not saying that that forgiveness and correction are opposites, I'm not saying it at all. Mm -hmm. But on the surface, there's tension between the two of them. And it's difficult to manage both. And so you can sit there and say, man, I really wanna be forgiving, but I also wanna be correcting. I feel like I can't do both. You can, Mm -hmm. this goes back to what you were just saying. So so one of the cool things is, for you who are going through conflict, it may be that two of your stronger beliefs don't play well together, or two of your stronger values don't play well together. And this is why your mind internally is kinda torn. And so, so if you knowing you have to battle, it's like, oh, that's totally why mm-hmm. I I am not consistent in my behavior or my decisions because I keep waffling back and forth those two values. Yeah. And so you gave some really good advice there as far as now that you know that, what does it mean? It may mean that one of them just needs to go away for the season, hmm. or it may be that in like you said, this environment, this one is the top one, and this other environment, that one's the top one, or there could be a balance. Kind of then playing off each other, right? Moderate each of them.
1: Yeah. Kind of what would you say some advice would be for someone that is thinking, oh, that makes sense. That I have been having that sort of conflict. How? What would you say to someone that's wanting to um, start dealing and working through that conflict? I think we kind of addressed some of that already. Um, and that's just yeah, and this be one of those, <laughs> like, I would love to have a face-to-face
0: hmm. with somebody on this. But what I would do is, is so let's say I'm in a one-on-one with somebody on that. Yeah. I would ask them to define each of the two and what they mean by it. And I would ask them to define why it's so important to them. Mm-hmm. Then we could begin to think outside the box. And like let's assume that it doesn't have to be a zero-sum that mm-hmm. only one wins. Yeah. Let's find a way that we can actually pursue both. And actually, your example, like with stability and adventure with job, where for some people it's take a really stable job during the week, but make sure on the weekends you're taking road trips, mm-hmm. and that way you're achieving both. Yeah. Or for someone else, maybe it may be the opposite. They may constantly be doing adventure and taking and, tra- and travel and that kind of deal, um, like during the week, and where Kate and on the weekends they stay home mm-hmm. with a good book and tea because that provides stability for them, right? Yeah. But anyways, so we would try to think outside the box how you might. Um, so so maybe there needs to be a change. Right, mm-hmm. um, maybe it's just thing outside the box that both can be achieved, right? Okay. Or or you separate them. Yeah, yeah. So an, another question that I wrote down as we were kind of talking about this, I didn't think about the notes. This is another great question. So you're looking at the list, you're evaluating. You know what what, what Why do you have the ones on there? Mm-hmm. Um, what ones play well together and go you know go together? What ones don't play well together? Um, another question is what don't you have on the list? So I just, mm-hmm. I, and what I thought of was I thought I was looking at your list That's and you didn't have love. On the one from six months ago. Yeah. But now you would put it on there. Now, this doesn't mean that yeah. love wasn't important to you. It was probably – well, so why do you not have X, Y, and Z on your list? Huh. It could be because it's not important to you. Mm-hmm. It could be because it simply not wasn't on your radar when you were doing the exercise. And, like, later on someone says something, oh, no, that's totally one of mine, right?
1: Yeah, and I think uh, – yeah, that's just really interesting because – Um, Looking back through my list and just knowing where I was at six months ago, I was really focused on, if we're going to talk about the truth and love balance, I was really focused on the truth side of things and figuring out the different perspectives people are coming from um, understanding the complexity of what people believe. And I wasn't nearly as concerned with the loving and accepting portion of that. Like Mm -hmm. I, I desperately wanted to know why people think the way they think, why they believe the things they believe and everything like that. But since I was so focused on that, I was negating the love part, the love portion of that. And Actually, that's now one of the things that I would add to my list just because of some really intense studying that I've done mm-hmm. yeah, through unpacking, yeah, unpacking just the whole concept of love. Uh, and so it's just really interesting when you just that whole that just adds another caveat to the discussion. What sorts of things aren't there and why aren't those there? That's interesting.
0: Yeah, because I'm looking at my my an older list of mine and actually I had at number three camaraderie, intimacy and openness hmm. because I was really understanding the importance of them but it's actually lower right now, not because I don't think it's as important, but because I don't know exactly how to do it. Like I'm kind of in this weird Hmm. phase in my life where I'm still trying to work through relationships and friendships and how does that work. Yeah. So it's actually bumped down a bit just because I don't know how to do it, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm also looking on my list. I don't have truth on my list. Um, (laughs) And so again, Craig would flip out, but um, (laughs) why don't I have truth on my list? Is it not important to me? No, it's such a given. Yeah. And actually... Now that I re-put accuracy on there, that accuracy may be my word for truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I may, I may, in my head, kind of equivalent those two because truth is the accurate representation of reality. Mm-hmm. So probably somewhere in there. But
1: Yeah, and that's just something really interesting, interesting that might be helpful for a listener. Like you're looking at your list after you, we just did the little pause in the ding, um, mm-hmm. and you figured out – And you made this list and you're just like, okay, I have these things. Wait, how did I forget that? And it could be what you were just saying, that that is just such a given for you that you don't need to put it down on some list. Mm -hmm. Like that's just, it almost could be branching into your belief.
0: Right. Because um, I have one of my beliefs is that Scripture is you know, infallible and authoritative. Yeah, so, and so yeah. how
1: those play together is yeah. just also something that's interesting to take a look at.
0: So that, that then segues into the last thing is you're evaluating and unpacking your, your beliefs is or your values. Now that you've kind of gone through all these questions, mm-hmm. would you maybe reword one of the values, or redefine it in some way. Would you reorder your list? Would you delete something off the list? Would you add something to it? Mm -hmm. You don't need to spend a lot of time on this right now, but maybe just a quick, what might you do? Because one of the things is, at the end of the Know They Self process, when we get to question nine, one of the sub points to question nine is to come back to your values and reevaluate them. Now that you've actually gone through the whole Know They Self process, some other things have come up, right? More information, et cetera. So mm-hmm. you may, so you don't need to spend too much time tweaking it now. I really almost would say just kind of just look at it quickly, but then know that at the end of this knowing self process, we're going to have you look at it again. Yeah. Right. Um, and then one more thing. So so that's kind. So now you've evaluated and unpacked your your values a little bit. So the, the other thing that you want to do is look compare them to your beliefs. Mm-hmm. So s- similar questions. What what uh, consistencies or themes? Connections? Do you see between your beliefs and your values? Where, where do they play well together? Yeah. Do you see any contrasts, uh, or you know, and so you know, could not necessarily maybe a contradiction, maybe it's not a contradiction, but it's a contrast, right, um, um, or tension? Mm-hmm. Do you see anything there? And so now, so because what's going to happen is, as each week we go through another question, they're not all self-standing; they're all going to build on each other. Yeah. So you can kind of look through and say, all right, what, what am I seeing when I look at these two, mm-hmm. um, and what is we said this last week? As you're looking at that, what does this tell me about me? As I'm looking at all my beliefs and my values, what's something I'm learning about myself, mm-hmm. right? Um, and kind of looking in the future, are there any clues emerging now as to what your calling is? You know, usually patterns are key to all
1: this, mm-hmm.
0: and so if you're already beginning to see patterns in your beliefs and your value, those patterns are somehow
1: going to play into your calling. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make a lot of sense. And so now, what we're going to do is we're going to do what we do every week and just transition into a time of question and answer and hopefully clarify any questions that you guys may have. Okay. So I,
0: actually I'll start here first. Okay. What would you say if I got or what would you do if I got one of those spray water bottles like when you're trying to train a cat and I was using that just to get your attention like if you were getting ready to record something and you're looking mm-hmm. off and I just wanted to spray you would you be okay with it?
1: Um that was not the question that I no, thought was coming no, up. Oh, yeah. But I, no, I,
0: I'll give you choice, because sometimes because you know, you're looking at the um, <laughs> the, what's, board yeah, the board, the board sometimes, and I need to get your attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I can either get a spray bottle to okay. spray you, or I can get a ruler to wrap your knuckles. Ooh, um, or I could get um, like a high pitched clicky sound that you could, they couldn't hear in the mic, but it, 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 you could hear it. If or I could buy you a dog. And then I could do the high-pitched, clicky sound to get the dog, and the dog would just, like, nuzzle you to get your attention that I needed you. Oh, that's I, I want, what I want. Yeah, that's what you want. Oh, my okay. goodness. Okay, I'm going to get you a because poodle. Because the rest of them.
1: No, <laughs> no, no, no. A dog and not a little toy thing. What are you? No, 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 Poodles no. aren't really even dogs. I think I probably
0: just defended somebody there with that. But, <laughs>
1: that's the point. Yeah. Oh, man. And most of the other things, because we were just discussing these microphones, and these pick up, like, I'm clicking my pen right now, and I'm sure you guys can hear it. Because I can in my headphones, um, and so like rulers, high-pitched noises—they would all yeah. get that in their headphones. So, so we'll
0: ju- we'll just lower the quality of the sound. Right? And <laughs> yeah, we cover there we up. go.
1: We'll see if you hear that after post. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so,
0: but what I will say is, uh, let me go ahead and ask the first question. Okay. Um, this is what we do every week, right? The sweet and sour's. Yeah. So, what are the sweet and sour's of identifying and evaluating your values? What are those? What are the, what are the good elements that'll make you smile, and mm-hmm. the good elements the good elements that'll make you wince? by doing this whole question
1: yeah and these are similar to the (laughs) sweetest hours that we discussed last week with beliefs um but it really just some of the good things that make you smile uh it gives you self-awareness um, makes you aware of that paradigm that we were talking about with being mm-hmm. able to see that's why I respond to when he does that this way because I value this and so he's doing that and so I like that or I value this and he's not doing that so I don't like that. So it just gives you another lens paradigm shift to be able to understand yourself even better um, and just better understand life around you. Um, it really allows for the complexity of yourself yep. which is something that I'm really a fan of. Um, and so then you can just understand that different perspective and it helps you understand what's going on with your subconscious so basically if i summed up the sweets in a word understanding mm-hmm. um now with the sours there are this is difficult uh it's something that you're going right, to have amazing. to yeah it's something that you'll probably have to do every six to 12 months mm-hmm. just re- oh, yeah. re- reevaluate your list figure out how have I changed? How have I, I mean, for better or worse, what things have changed, shifted, adapted, um, just having to do, and that might actually be a sweet to some people going back and saying, Yeah,
0: I might enjoy it. Yeah. And...
1: Like, oh, I've changed like this. This is good. Or, <laughs> right, right. I mean, it just depends on how you're wired. Um, and also a sour would be after you have your list, uh, recognizing that you have to reprioritize some things. And so once you have your as is list, you're sitting down and saying, ooh, that shouldn't be that high. Right. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And so just going back and really being honest with yourself and saying, I need to change these things. Like conviction. Yeah. Vulnerability. hmm And, mm-hmm. and yeah. that could, and again, that, that'll look different for different people. Um, but that's just something that you need to be aware of. And then also, this is really going to demonstrate for yourself your own pride and stubbornness. Mm-hmm. Which isn't mm-hmm. going to be a good time when y- no. you start realizing all of that, and so th- I think that that's just some of the sweet and sour's that we um, th- that there are.
0: I remember uh, one of the other stuff I did because I won't say any names, um, but her she did her values in her top. Um, she had like you know twenty, but her top five was like order, structure, cleanliness, authority, <laughs> and. Um, I forget what the fifth one but it was. Some spiritual one, yeah. And then a lot of the other spiritual ones, faith, maybe faith, okay. And then like love and and mercy, and some of those were all further down. And, and of course, that tells you a lot about the person, right? Yeah. When, you, when you see their values. Yeah. And so I'm like, man, again, there's not one correct order, but that might be a little top heavy, <laughs> right? <laughs> And so I was thinking through when I, when I was sitting with her for the one-on-one, I'm like, how am I, you know, because, again, it's not my job really to tell somebody what their values should be. Yeah. But this was something they should pay attention to. And so I was trying to figure out how we could we could bring attention to it. And I was like, Lord, just just work your magic and make this happen. And so when we sat down, she said, oh, by the way, before we start, you know, I was looking through my values, and I saw that, that all these were in the top 5 I'm like, whoa, that's probably the flip what it should be. And I was like, thank you, God. You know, so, <laughs> yeah. so she already picked up on it, right, and it changed.
1: Yeah. And so now a question for you. Yeah. Um, What if someone is just having some real difficulty identifying their values? What is some advice you would give?
0: Yeah. So we talked about this last week with the beliefs, right? So pretty much the same answers. Um, It may be a timing issue. (laughs) You may just be at a place in your life where the other stuff is going on and you're just not there to figure it out yet. Yeah. Uh, It may be that you need a sounding board. Um, so you need someone to kind of sit with you and talk you through it. And so this is why when we do the workshop version of Know This Stuff, we can do the, the one-on-one mapping, right, mm-hmm. and figure all that out. But I know a lot of people, when they're doing the workshop, they're sitting with their spouse or a good friend of theirs, and they're kind of doing it together with them. Yeah. Their friend's like, what is this stuff? You know? <laughs> I'm going to try to explain it all. Um, but it may just help to have someone with you kind of guide and just be really careful who you pick, right, because mm-hmm. um, you don't want someone just telling you what your value should be. Yeah, You want them to help
1: facilitate you identifying them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also we, we touched on this briefly, but what do you do if you're, if you recognize that you aren't living out your values consistently? Quit. Okay. No, <laughs> um, oh man, if you're not
0: living your values consistently, so what can you do? That's a good question. I would say one thing is, um, identifying, well, I guess identifying why, hmm. why am I not living them out? Are there other motivations? Yeah. Then once you've identified why it may be that that's Okay it may be that given the other factors that are going on, it's just not the time and place for you to be good at that value. Mm-hmm. But then if you really, but as you identify and your parent why, you're like, no, 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 this needs to change. Then it would probably go back to seven steps to change that we did in episode 1.09 mm-hmm. last season of working through, are you discontent with not living out that value? Yeah. What's a resonating solution to help you begin to live out that value, you know, etc. cetera. Um, and it's that quote that we said that pain won't take place until the, pain of staying the same finally outweighs the pain of the change itself, right? Mm-hmm. And so and so at some point, like, man, you know what? I, I, I want to live out that value more but not enough to actually do something about it. Hmm. Well, you're not going to. Yeah. But if it's some, at a certain point you're like, that value is so important to me and it's so important that I'm consistent with it, then you'll have the motivation to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. So this next question is a bit of a doozy. Um, what are we supposed to do in regards to other people's values? How do we interact with them? How do we um, help them recognize their own, just how, how, what should that look like?
0: Yeah. So we discussed this last week, two of the beliefs, right? So one of the things is the focus of this podcast is you, the listener mm-hmm. and you trying to figure you out. Um, there is so much more to this know self process than just that. Mm-hmm. One of the big things is as you're figuring yourself out, you should at least begin to be aware of the people next to you are different. Yeah that they're going to have some of the same answers and some of the different answers to each of these questions. And values is where this plays out in one of the biggest ways. So we talked about how there's not one correct order biblically. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of great biblical values, but the order may fluctuate from person to person. Um, And so you have to understand that people are going to have different values than than you. And so some of the key components to this is first, like I just said, you understand that there isn't one correct order. So that means that we should be uh, ex- accepting of and respectful towards other people's value list. Now, you know, if one of their values is theft, their no- their number one value <laughs> is stealing. Yeah, that mm. right. But, but you're not going to see that very often, right? Um. And, and by the way, I'll be honest with you. I believe that like somebody who is a kleptomaniac, so they have a psychological disorder for mm-hmm. stealing, or it's somebody who's been arrested, you know, fifteen times for for theft and for for grand larceny and all yeah. these kind of things. We might sit there and say, oh, clearly, you know, lying is one of their uh, number one value. Mm. Or I mean, stealing is number one. No, no, no. no. You know, um, one of the things may be self-sufficiency. Self-sufficiency drives them. But because they can't get a job, they realize that I need to, I need to take care of myself. Mm. And so I steal to get it, right? Um, or like comfort and or even excitement. You know, A lot of teenagers that do shoplifting, it's an excitement thing, right? Yeah. So we gotta be careful when we, we judge people with that. So anyways, so we wanna accept and respect other people's lists. Um, and then also know that it could be a terminology thing. So if you see somebody whose list is different than yours, they may use a different li- a word, mm-hmm. a different value than you have, but you actually both mean the same thing. So if I said accuracy and somebody else said truth, We're not exactly on the same page, but we're kind of going in the same direction, I think. We just use different words for that. Yeah. Or the inverse of that, that two people may use the exact same word but Mm -hmm. mean two different things by it. So let's say, for example, uh, grace is one of those words. Eventually we'll have to do an unpacking on this. Mm -hmm. But let's say when I think of grace, um, I'm thinking of going above and beyond and giving an icing on the cake gift to somebody. But when you use grace, you're thinking mercy, forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And so I see that grace is number five in your value list, but I've defined it as, you know, going above and beyond and and blessing people with additional gifts. And I never see you doing that then I'm going to say, well, you have grace in your top five, but you totally don't live that way. And you're like, I totally live. What are you talking about? Because your thinking is forgiving, right? So this is why
1: terminology is really important to think through that. And we almost saw some of that when we were comparing each other's lists and passion was my first one. right? And you didn't see like this bubbly like excitement. Because that's how I was thinking in my head. Yeah. Yeah. And so even that example, Mm -hmm. um, just I saw that as like uh, just – undermining motivation for someone instead of just this public expression type thing. Yeah.
0: And then another thing with, um, how to regard work with other people and their values, try to stop looking at values as good and bad. Like that's a good value or that's a bad value. Hmm. Um, and look at it more as there's healthy and unhealthy approaches to those values. So if you see somebody's valueless and it's problematic, mm-hmm. don't look at it as they have a bunch of bad values look at it more, you know, first understand what they're getting at, and then look at it as maybe they're not taking a healthy approach to that value. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, cause you know, this goes back to my desire for accuracy. We're actually getting to the root of the problem, not just what we think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then if you, if you're looking at a friend's list and you've, you've asked them to identify all of it and you see that it is problematic. Um, one thing you can ask yourself is, and, and let's say they're willing to let you help them change their values. Um, does the order need to change? Or maybe the content so maybe they need to add certain words or take certain words out or maybe mm-hmm. they can keep all those words but the order needs to change or maybe is it just the approach they can keep the order it's yeah. just the approach needs to change um and and it, this goes back to the beliefs that we said last week if you want to assist another in tweaking or changing their values one, you need to do it out of love and encouragement, not control and pride. Mm-hmm. You can't come at this from, it, listen, I have a better value list. Let me tell you what yours should be. Hmm. Um, it should be, listen, I, I love you. I care about you. I want you to experience um, good and, and the, this approach or this order, maybe hindering that. And that's the whole open-handed idea. Whole, yep, exactly. For, you know, letting them have it and you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, and I've said this again, it's important to me. Don't just tell somebody, hey, this is what the list should be. If you're trying to encourage a certain order, you're trying to encourage a certain content. You need to verify it and show your work. Mm-hmm. You need to walk them step by step through the process of why they should have that value. Don't just tell them. Mm-hmm. You, you need to persuade them. Um, if, if you know, my, my goal is just to speak truth. That doesn't do a whole lot of good. Mm-hmm. You need to persuade to truth. Yeah. Right. And, and it looks a different format. Um, and then, and like we said with beliefs last week, um, if they don't come around, don't get angry at it. Mm-hmm. Right. The other thing I'll say with this is, um, it might actually be that there should be there should be no changes with somebody else's list, because actually because their list is diverse from your list. Let's say your husband, wife, spouse, hmm. or your partners in some work or ministry or whatever. Sure. that may be exactly what's needed. I mean, think odd couple, right? And so it may be possible that that you guys. Oh, we haven't gone all this. How would you map out? a husband wife's value list if they're all completely different we, we won't we, let's not do that to the, this episode yeah no like that's another <laughs> whole thing about yeah. uh, what does that mean but but what, I say, what i'd say on it is <clears throat> it may be there needs to be some compromise that there may need to be some changes or it may be no this is actually really good um because let's say like you know cleanliness is number two for you and showing encouragement and, and believing in is number four for me. And then when we both come out with raising the kids, the kids live in a clean environment, but they also are believed in. Mm-hmm. So maybe that you just learn to compliment each other well. And then always the inverse of this too, because we're talking about how can you interact with other people's values. You have to realize others are gonna interact with your values, and so
1: you also need to be willing to let your values change. Which is a lot easier said than done. Way, way a lot easier said than done. And so w- what would that even look like for you to change your own I, your own values? man so yeah so if you're if you're looking at your list and
0: you realize i want to change the order i want to change the content one thing would go back to seven steps to change we've mentioned that like three or four times tonight yeah going back to that episode last season and just listening through the process of one makes a change that would totally be applicable here Mm -hmm. right um another thing is really respecting the authority of scripture so i know we touched this on a recent episode i don't know if it was this season or last season but we talked about right now given the lenses and know they self it's not bible heavy though it's all biblically founded we'll get bible heavy when we get into the unpacking um season Mm -hmm. um but so i'll just say this again you need to respect the authority of scriptures so while there isn't one correct ranking there's definitely beliefs that seem to have or values that seem to have more weight than other values Mm -hmm. and so if you're letting the bible guide you right if you're letting you know the bible says this so i need to realign to that Um, That's going to be very important in helping you make the changes. And then the other thing is just patience and time. So, uh, again, I forget what we were talking about. We talked about the slow burn and turn Mm -hmm. of a boat, you know, a ship uh, changing direction. takes forever. Um, These Changing your beliefs, changing your values, these are heavy. Mm -hmm. And so typically, sometimes they'll change in the moment, depending on certain circumstances. But in general, as you're you're listening to the seven steps to change and you're really respecting the authority of Scripture and you're beginning to change your values, Mm -hmm. understand it's going to take time and just be patient with yourself.
1: Yeah. And so if people have any other questions, comments, concerns, they want someone to try and walk through this with them, how can they get a hold of us? Uh,
0: they can go to the website, rekindlingministries.org or.com. Um, they can inf- info us at email. <laughs> they can email us. Uh, I want pizza. I'm getting tired. Um, they, can, they can email us at info at rekindlingministries.com uh, and we can, we can respond to them and, and give them some more information. So so that's it, folks. So we hope that um, you got something out of this. And if you have any questions, obviously let us know. And then we'll see you next week when we're going to be discussing your timeline. Sounds great. Cool. Thanks, guys.